0: I'ma tell you something. This pimping that I got in my blood, it came from a family tree. My granddaddy was a pimp. My great 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 granddaddy was a pimp. I'm talking about pimping been since pimping since pimp pimping since pimp pimping. It's in your blood. Line, it's in my baby. blood, and you it's will never blood, be that. Uh, why, 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 huh? Because you was born. All the people in your family were assistant pimps. Pimp son, pimp. I never denied you that. I thought you was the one, the Lord Charles. If you had not been for the Lord, I wouldn't have not had a nail nutter bitch coming to my life. Not a nail nutter. Not a nail nutter. Nobody say that now, nutter like you say that now nutter. Not a nail nutter bitch. And I still don't know what that shit means, but it sounds good about it. <laughs> nail nutter mean, don't get a nail nothing. Now not a nail. not a nail not a nail. Not a Best to fuck. I'm driving this motherfucker. The
1: thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are the those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener function is advised. Welcome to Soberless
2: Thoughts. That right there's Greasy Gourley. <laughs> that right there's Trainwreck. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. Hello and welcome to the podcast, Dublin, Ireland. We've been waiting for you, and there you are. (laughs) Give yourself a round of applause. Tonight, we're going to do our second round of... So tonight it's my turn uh to talk about who are drunkard in history just hollering. <laughs> but first we gotta get to our drink and what we're drinking tonight is
3: what Alex? What <laughs> yeah Um We are drinking uh What <laughs> Yeah Um <laughs> Bamboo rum company my, my
2: dude so my what is now forever a reference to veloci pastor <laughs> when when she tells him when he thinks that they had sex and then he's like she's like no i'm not talking about that i'm talking about when you turned into a fucking dinosaur and ate somebody <laughs> and he jumps out of the bed and he goes what?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Was it your first time, too? Y- yeah. Well, as I said, I'm a priest. So we can never say you Wait, save. what are you even talking about? What are you talking about?
1: The time you turn into a dinosaur and ate someone.
5: What?
3: What? There was a lot of great reaction shots in that movie. Um, that no, you do the, you do have that down pretty well. What? Um, <laughs> Wait, what? What? Yeah. We didn't have sex um <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> speaking of whats uh actually I don't know why i said what this is not i don't know why i was even going down that route I felt like I was setting it up for little john and it's not little John it's little Wayne little Wayne yeah yeah it's wheezy baby it's
2: not little Wayne either
3: yeah little wayne it's wheezy Oh, you're talking about the drink. the drink. I thought you were talking about the what. Yeah, no, that was Little John. That was definitely Little John. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I just had, yeah. had like, there was, like, I saw Little, and then I see, like, Little Wayne in this very tiny picture, which just got him with some, like, big dreads and a big-ass hat on for some reason. I just went to Little John first. No, Wheezy, baby. Wheezy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, All yeah. right. Yeah. Wheezy. Uh, yeah. I, I like Little Wayne, yeah. <laughs> Like I like his music, yada yada. Anyway. Uh he raps good. Talk about a drunkard in history. You hear about him and the shizzer and shit like that? Oh yeah, man. Dude. Oh, yeah. That's some crazy shit. If you don't know at home, uh Lil Wayne was drinking uh like uh oh what is it? They call it the drank uh shizzer. It's basically like like medical grade cough syrup. And you mix it in with, like, booze or something like that. And he drank so much of this cough syrup shit, which is, like, it's got, like, I think it's got, like, hydrocodone in it or something like that. Like, it's got some painkillers. Like, it's got an umph to it. He drank so much of that that he started having, like, more than one seizure, like, on stage and stuff. That's fucking crazy. Cough syrup. And then somebody told me that's why he always sounds like he's got a stuffed-up nose. Because it's like his like his nose can't, like it's constantly, like the mucus is falling out of his face. Because he's drinking that shit all the time. Because it's not stopping itself Imagine up. Imagine
2: being his girlfriend having <sighs> a make out with that all yeah. the time.
3: Yeah, but just I, I don't know if that's face. true or not. It's just, you know, talking around the bonfire. Um, I've never heard that before. Yeah, but that might be a drunkard in today. That might be a new episode later. Uh, we'll so, see. But in honor of Wheezy, uh, we are drinking his rum tonight. Oh, the yeah. Bamboo Rum Company. The Bamboo. I guess that's the name of it. Uh, I got to say that it's 35% alcohol. Uh, it is actually uh, 35, pour, 35 proof rum is blended with sugar cane for 8 different countries and age up to 15 years in American oak barrels once used for bourbon. Um, So, Little Wayne became the face of Bamboo for the brand's first ever advertising campaign which shows Wheezy Party with Bamboo and a bunch of goats. I wonder if they meant... That's literally what this thing says. Uh (laughs) literally i've just read that off the screen which shows wheezy partying with bamboo and a bunch of goats Now i don't know if he meant now is that goats as in actual goats yeah actual goats or is it goats as in greatest of all time because underneath that there's another note that says 15 celebrity liquor brand no it's liquor brands i don't know maybe he's drinking with goats i don't yeah. know but this shit smells amazing it smells like if uh vanilla smacked the shit out of a banana um mm. uh, yeah it smells awesome. I'm really excited to drink this. And my boy here got this for me for my birthday You're welcome. Yeah. So thank you. You're welcome. I'm, I'm actually like opening it up. I'm like, holy crap, this smells good. So Little Wheezy's on something. Joss? Yep. It started off smooth. Oh, Mm. it started off like stupidly smooth. Mm. Where like I was like, "Oh my god, this is dangerous," Mm. and then it was like the freight train of alcohol (laughs) came Mm. and just like derailed in the back of my throat. It does have a good banana aftertaste to it. Yeah, Um, for sure. I'm not saying. You're right, because every time I smack my lips together, I'm like...
2: "Mm." Yeah. Yeah. It's just a brief... It's a brief... uh, You're right. It was smooth, and then it's a brief... And then it's like... Ah. ah." Yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. Mm. It's like... It's kind of like when you're getting in the... And you're like in the Amazon and you find this beautiful waterfall and you're like, I'm gonna get out of the boat. And just go swimming and and maybe shower a little bit under this waterfall. It's so beautiful. It's so wonderful. And then you're like refreshingly just dipping your head in this waterfall and it's and it's just the greatest day of your life. Yeah. Until the anaconda comes out and wraps its entire body around you. And that's the brief, and then all of a sudden you're in heaven, and it's like ah, mm, heaven, yeah, back again, yeah,
3: back that again. That was nice, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's what this drink tastes like. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> um. <laughs> <sighs> uh, have you ever seen Anaconda? the movie Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Jennifer Lopez?
3: Uh, yeah, dude. I I'm going to open up way too much here in a second, but <laughs> I Back when we had VCRs, rented that shit, or DVD players, and there's a great scene. <laughs> like, I have know this because I've seen this 10 seconds. You know who Mr. Skin is? Let me just, let me sideline you real quick. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's like basically like a, it's a whole, like essentially. dot MrSkin.com? Yeah, like yeah. basically it just gives you like all the best clips of movies so you can see celebrities and whatever's boobs or dicks or whatever you're looking for. What? Right. Uh, there's a scene. In Anaconda where Jennifer Lopez gets up and walks to the door in the beginning of the movie and she's wearing like a white nighty and it clinches on her butt. This is back before like there's rumors she had like butt reduction surgery, so her ass was full. Uh, I loved that moment where I would just pause it and go, Yes <laughs> And then I rewind it and watch it again, like I just watched that that ass walk. Back and forth from the door, I was like, uh, "Dude, I was uh, <laughs> loved it. I probably still would. I just don't know where anacondas at." <laughs> right. <laughs> um, J Lo was getting it back in the day. She still gets it today. Don't get me wrong, but it's a little bit more toned and tight. Back then, it was,
2: Whew. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, I mean, that's what you know. That's what gave her her fame, really. Uh, yeah. That uh, yeah. Money train money train yeah uh I forgot about that movie
2: oh that was like i think one of her first ones right with uh, wesley snipes and woody harrelson
3: oh yeah I forgot about that yeah not made in manhattan <laughs> made manhattan no, definitely Man, that's slurred out of my face definitely uh, not yeah um All right, tonight. All
2: right. Tonight. Tonight, Michael Odenbeck. Michael Trainwreck Odenbeck. So, the whole reason why I thought of doing this guy as a drunkard in history is because he is, like, the main character in a number of different... Blue songs that I really enjoy to listen to and then I was just randomly like looking for like different covers of this because like every every time I find a blue song about this guy it's a different story in the song mm-hmm. and I'm like so I was like looking up on Spotify like other covers of like the song and it was like each cover that i found was like basically telling yet another different story yeah but like still the same the guy the same name of the guy yeah i'm like this is fucking crazy so then i like just google searched it for just for my own shits and giggles and come to find out this is based off of a real life person from like the late 1800s and all these blue songs are basically just like an, uh, an homage to the actual guy and as of the recording of this podcast there's been over 450 different versions of the song Damn. recorded what am I talking about? I'm talking about Lee or Stack Lee. I'm talking about Mr. Lee Shelton. You have no fucking idea.
3: I feel like I should. I So here's the funny thing. He started talking blues and drunkards and I immediately went to Robert Johnson. Mm-hmm. It went in my head and then I went, didn't he we already cover him? I did do Robert Johnson. Yeah, Because I was like, because me being a guitarist, every guitarist has to know about Robert Johnson. Right. I've heard feel like i've heard this name but i just can't place it yeah so
2: and a lot of the songs and then, like i said almost everyone i've heard is that there's a variation of it and there's basically you got stag lee goes to a bar he gets into a fight with a dude named billy lions shoots billy Lyons dead and that's the end of the song <laughs> Like basically it's what happened. And basically they make Stegley out to be like this badass, right? Right. He's this badass mole right? Uh-huh. Well in reality, he's like five foot six. He's he looks like Bruno Mars, actually. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he can be badass. So so listen. Uptown funk. Alright. So well so listen. So this guy, he's like he's uh He was born in fucking 1865 in Texas.
3: Damn.
2: Okay. Yeah. And he moves to St. Louis, and he becomes uh, what they call like a carriage driver. He's like a carriage driver, I guess. Uh But really, he's basically a pimp. He like is working as a pimp, but he isn't like a normal pimp where like he isn't like a pimp like well he's actually kind of like the type of pimp that we like uh immortalize nowadays yeah where he would dress to the nines and he had this like big like fancy white stetson hat that he'd wear yeah and uh he was actually part of a group of pimps called the max okay these the mac daddies (laughs) the mac daddies damn okay Okay. and he but he but they think that he got his nickname stag because his name's lee shelton right Mm -hmm. they think that he got his nickname stag because he would always basically be by himself ah okay so instead of being with the whole group you'd see him always like out by himself right and they'd call him stag because he's on his own right so stag lee well anyways so so he's he's short he's super thin they said he maybe weighed like a buck twenty and he had like this big scar on his face and he had a lazy left eye right (laughs) right Got a lot going for him, right? Damn, his okay. his biggest claim to fame was he had a size eleven shoe, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> now things
3: are coming together, right, right? Right.
2: So, so anyways, and he was just known to be a badass, yeah. like a straight up, like don't fuck with me type of guy, right? Right. And he also worked for this this social group called like the 400 club which was like a political group mm. for the democratic party okay and they were basically known as being like uh like strong arms or like hoodlums for the democratic party the whole shit <laughs> so like if they needed
3: something fucking
2: done <laughs> Right. Like,
3: right. you're like, all right, go make sure we get these votes over here or whatever. Like, go fuck their shit up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, make sure
2: nobody votes for the other guy.
3: Basically. <laughs> um, it's yeah, just yeah. Crazy ass shit, right? Yeah.
2: So he was part of that group. And, uh, anyways, so it was uh, the whole story, the whole backstory of Lee Shelton is it's Christmas Day, 1895. And Stagley is in this bar, and he's drinking having a good time and this dock worker guy comes in and his name's William Lyons mm-hmm. and he's kind of known at known around town as being like like, like, kind of a like, not like an enforcer, but just like a tough guy, right? No, ah, okay, yeah, yeah. And he's always, he's like, like he'll get in the bar fights all the time, and he's always out trying to fuck somebody shit up. Mm, right? Yeah. Especially when he gets drunk, right? Right. Well, Stag Lee, he's always drunk. He's always drink. He's always at the bar. If he ain't at the bar, he's at the corner. Out of the bar. Making that money. We're making that money yeah. till he walks back in the bar, right? Right. So, so he's in the bar, this this dude, Billy Lyons, comes walking in, and they start up a conversation. And they start talking about politics. Well that's something that you don't talk about is politics, right? Right. <laughs> well Well Stag Lee is part of this 400 Club, which is part of the whole Democratic Party thing in St. Louis. So he's like... He's all about it. Right. Like, he's very opinionated, very loudmouth about it. Like, so witnesses say that Billy Lyons started, like, basically talking shit about him. Like, yeah, I'm a fucking black Republican motherfucker. So... Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do about it, right? And, uh... So, Stagley takes... Billy Lyons hat off of his head. He's got like a caddy hat and takes it and scrunches it up and like throws it on the ground. Like fuck you. Like that's his insult to him, right? Right. So Billy Lyons is like, alright. So he like snatches this beautiful large white Stetson hat that (laughs) fucking Stag Lee's wearing and snatches it off of his head real quick and stegley turns around like hey give me my fucking hat back right like like yours was a little fucking workman's piece of shit right like my hat is a beautiful hat yeah, yeah. you don't fuck with my hat give me my fucking hat back yeah and billy lines is like give me 75 cents because we're talking about late 1800s give me
3: 70 <laughs> give give me 75 cents all oh, you He's like, yeah, give I'll me 75
2: it. cents for my fucking hat. Right. And I'll give you your Stetson hat back.
3: Yeah.
2: And Billy and, uh, Stag Lee's like, fuck you. Give me my fucking hat back. I'm yeah. not giving you shit, you motherfucker. You right. fucking Republican ass motherfucker. <laughs> give me my fucking hat back. Yeah. So he won't give him his hat back. So he's like, you know what? And he reaches in his jacket and he pulls out reaches in his big fluffy fur jacket <laughs> and he pulls out his shiny 44 damn and he points it at billy Lyons and he says you give me my motherfucking hat back and billy Lyons is like give me fucking 75 cents <laughs> and he's like i said give me my fucking hat back yeah and Billy Lines is like, you know what, motherfucker? And he reaches behind his back and he pulls out a big Bowie knife. Oh, shit. And he's like, I said, give me 75 cents, you little cross-eyed motherfucker. <laughs> right? This is what a witness, direct quote from a
3: witness. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. And Stagley says, fuck you. I said, give me back my hat. Yeah. Give me back my hat. And he won't do it. So all of a sudden, he like acts like he's going to turn. So Billy Lyons acts like he's going to turn around back towards the bar, Mm. and then he tries to like like fake out and like goes like lunging towards Stag Lee with his knife, and Stag pop 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 shoots him right in the gut. Damn! Billy Lyons is laying there on the floor, the floor of the bar. Shot in the gut. Stag Lee walks over to him, reaches down, picks his hat up, puts it back on his head. He said, I told you, motherfucker, you give me back my hat. And then he walks out of the bar.
3: Damn. Is that where they say don't bring a the knife to a gunfight? <laughs> Maybe. Dude, that sounds like, well, that's like the origin of it right You're there. Right. It might be. Which, side note, I feel like I've always seen like... You know, like, you see all those infomercials, like, all right, if there's gunmen gunman that got one, you. you just move it with your hand, you know, one of those dudes. Like, they always say, like, if, like, a knife is more usable within 10 feet of someone with a gun, or some crazy shit like that. Right. You can do more damage with a knife in 10 feet than you can with a gun because of reaction time. But this proves the opposite. It does. It does. <laughs> he didn't even have to get it all the way up. He just
2: got it up far enough to get him right in the gut. Right. Yeah, and they dropped him. But well, he don't get back up. Bill of dies. Damn. Okay. So they go to Lee's house because there's this is a bars full. Right? right. Everybody sees this happen. Right. And he just walks the fuck out like and he's like the most fucking dapper motherfucker in the bar. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody knows who this guy is, right? Right. So immediately the cops go to his apartment, and are actually his girlfriend's apartment, where he's shacked up for that night. And uh, they're like, "Hey, we need Lee. St- we need Lee Shelton out here." Right. Uh, and he comes walking out like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Like, all right, we're going to put you under arrest. So, okay. And uh, they go and they ask the girl, actually ask the girlfriend if she knows where or knows if he has any kind of firearms or anything. And she's like, oh, yeah, he's got a 44 in the underwear drawer. Let me go get it for you. Damn.
3: (laughs) Right under the bus. Yeah, right. I was like, (laughs) you. You can't say no for two seconds. Throw it out back when, when they right. leave? Right. <laughs> that sounds like uh, that sounds like maybe one of his uh, like his uh, main squeeze. You know how there's a number one, uh, the other one close. Yeah. She's like, I'm gonna get out from underneath this guy. Right. The 44 is right here.
2: Yeah, here it is.
3: Yeah. Yep.
2: So they get the gun. That I mean, everybody's seen it. There's so many witnesses, right? Well, he gets this attorney. I don't remember the guy's name, but he was like known as the pit bull of St. Louis. (laughs) Okay, nice, yeah. And he was like known as like this, (coughs) this like large, bombastic, like crazy, like very boisterous type of guy as his attorney. And they start this trial, and he has the people on the jury convinced that it's self-defense. Yeah. Because Billy Lyons came at him with a knife, and he had no choice but to shoot, right? Right. So he, it ends up being like a mistrial, okay? Ah. Because, or a hung jury, I think it was a hung jury. Yeah. Right. So they're like, all right, well, we're going to try a second trial. Well, when the second trial comes around, his attorney had uh, died of cirrhosis of the liver. (laughs) No shit. Because he was such a fucking drunk (laughs) that he didn't make it to the second trial.
3: (laughs) Damn, ain't that a bitch.
2: Right. So they give him a new attorney. Because these are court-appointed attorneys, right? Right. So they give him a new attorney who is like a former prosecutor and basically sits on his hands the whole trial and does nothing to help him. And he ends up getting convicted uh, 25 years.
3: Of course. Yeah, I was going... He's going... Life? Is that what the idea? 25 years, right? Uh, Fucker. Right? So... He does
2: only part of that. He does like less than half the time. Okay. And gets out on good behavior. Nice. Even though he stabbed 3 people in prison. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was 1800s, it was a little different. I mean, you know, whatever.
2: Stabbed 3 people in prison. One time he almost killed another guy and had and was put in solitary confinement for 3 months because they were afraid that if he got out he would end up killing and they kept him in solitary confinement until the guy
3: he stabbed got out and then they brought him back (laughs) that's cold that's some cold shit we are gonna put you in solitary because we don't know if you're gonna let this guy leave out of here right
2: so while he's in prison the first songs already are being made by him are about him right so the first staggerly songs are stagly or staggerly because yeah. it's all multiple names right are already starting to be made and and, and recorded and put out on albums about this guy yeah and uh, <laughs> it's it's unknown supposedly whether or not he knew that people were singing songs about him but it was mostly st louis blues guys that were doing the songs yeah and a lot of those people or a lot of the it was very like popular already like immediately popular these songs were yeah and then people were coming in and out of prison so it's like
3: it's hard to know that or it's hard to say that he didn't know Right. right somebody would have been like what's your name Dude, I just heard a song the other day. It was like, you know, whatever, sing it to the guy. Yeah. Stag Lee, you, you
2: killed Billy Lyons, right? Right. How did you know that? I heard the song.
3: Yeah. What <laughs> song? Well, yeah. We were all gathered around the radio one evening. and uh,
4: The night was clear, and the moon was yellow, and the leaves came tumbling down
2: So definitely not songs that were being played on the radio.
3: Now, I, I got a question for you. Real quick. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, this is like in a dive bar, smoky bar, you know. Um, a, <laughs> I don't know what. Have you heard some of the blues singers uh, like back in the day? Like how raunchy they can get. Oh, oh yeah. There's, a, what, there's this one woman... Oh, I don't remember it, but it's so raunchy. It would ma- it makes WAP sound like a nursing <laughs> rhyme, where you're like, ah, damn, yeah. this is grandma's music, shit." Um, but uh, I here I got an interesting question for you. Do you think it was self-defense, and do you think he deserved 25 years?
2: So. According to the witnesses, because they had multiple witnesses that came to the first trial. Right. And they all said that 100% Billy Lines lunged at Steg, and that was when he shot him. Right. And had he not lunged at him, he would have probably never shot him. Right. So, yeah, I think it was self-defense. Okay. And... That being said, no, I don't think he should have got toward I think yeah. he should have been acquitted for self defense. Right.
3: Okay. I'm just I was rooting for the guy secretly over here. I'm like I don't like it just sounded like, you know, you get a guy with a knife, guy with a gun. You know, like you said, he'd raise it up. It sounds like it was self defense, man. Um, so uh, one of the things the prosecutor was
2: saying was that he pulled his gun out first. And that was like the big thing Oh, that's him. what elevated the situation. Right, yeah. That if he hadn't pulled his gun out on Billy Lyons first, Billy Lyons basically pulled out his knife in self-defense. Yeah.
3: Is what they were saying. I feel like, you ever think like if a lawyer today could go back in time and represent, you think like they could just run circles around the court with oh, all my the God, crazy. Dude. If Lee
2: Shelton. Had, J- had
3: Johnny Johnny Cock-
2: Cock- <laughs>
3: <laughs> what gun don't fit you must have quit uh, <laughs> yeah for sure um, cuz like I'm sitting there thinking like man like it like that would be an easy like not an easy one but you could paint the picture of like at least self-defense a little bit better even I um, like, like I, I don't know why. Like, I've had... <laughs> this is going to sound weird. I'm going to get off on a tangent. I've had buddies that have had lawyers that used to be prosecutors. And I'm not talking all lawyers, by the way. It's just the ones I've noticed. But it just seems like the ones that used to be prosecutors, you think they know all the ins and outs. And it seems like they just kind of like... You should just take a plea deal like they just want to do it and get it over with yeah and they're like yeah whatever you're guilty i don't care It was like you almost want the skeezy oh yeah like like obviously prosecutors are going to prosecute but if they used to be a prosecutor and they're like representing you i feel like they're still on the side of the prosecution dude
2: if i ever yeah get accused of murder or something like that I 100% I'm getting the lawyer With grease dripping out of his hair <laughs> Who's trying to sleep with my wife Right That is my lawyer Right <laughs> Two For sure Yeah Like there's, there's It's, it's a hands down right. I'm
3: not going for some dude Who used to be part of the DA team Right Like But the funny thing is It sounds like it's a good idea Cause you're like You know the inner workings of it You know how they operate but it's I feel like they still have a chip on their shoulder from that now, I don't know if that's true or not, and I'm not trying to get you know fucking fucking season. who desist. says that the district attorney's office gets the best people though? I mean that's true, but i I feel like they have the, This is gonna sound like I'm talking shit on lawyers over here, but it's like it sounds like I feel like they have ones with better moral compasses, maybe, yeah, but is that what you really want? As a lawyer, especially if you're being accused, no, you want some dude like you said, like they just like he he, like you want your lawyer when he smiles at you. You want to feel uneasy because you're like I'm gonna get fucked out of money, right? You don't want him to smile going I'm gonna get fucked in prison, exactly, Uh, right? Yeah, Uh, Yeah. (laughs) uh, yeah, right. So that's just it was just the the fact that you said that i was like man i feel like i had uh, <laughs> had a couple buddies like met, like i've had a lot of friends <laughs> not a lot of friends whatever i don't know what i'm trying to say but i've known people that have been to jail and gone through the court systems for various different reasons and it seems like the lawyers that do the best always are not uh, the ones that used to be on the prosecuting side of things I guess so
2: you know this speaking of uh, rum you know this uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard jury <laughs> thing that's been going on lately? Yeah, yeah. and Johnny Depp just won by the way his defamation case right Yeah. against Amber Heard she owes him like 10 million dollars yeah. or whatever what was his lawyer before this that's what I want to know dude what was hers do you know what uh,
3: Amber Heard's lawyer's name is? Tell me about the older lady? No, the dude. The dude. Now, I just remember seeing the older. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know you're talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I don't. The guy's name
2: is Benjamin Rottenborn. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Rottenborn. <laughs> like, literally,
3: Rottenborn. Like, one word. That's. What is like? Is that, Rottenborn? Like is that, like Russian Hungarian? Like what the fuck? Like I don't know. Uh, like that. Like that's one of those. Like a boy named Sue. Like, yeah. you name him Sue to grow up to be hard, and then Rottenborn, he grows up and tries to like prosecute somebody else.
2: Well, he's a defense attorney for Amber
3: Heard. Oh, I guess he was defense, wasn't yeah. it? Because Johnny, okay, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. I was on like a high horse of like, yeah, all these prosecutors. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sure they're nice people and all that stuff. Like yeah, that, he but. was rotten born, right? He was rotten born, trying rotten to. Born. Yeah, <laughs> all right, that makes it even better. That <laughs> makes it sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, I think everybody's rooting for Johnny on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but what if she's just like old Stag?
2: Yeah, she's. It was self-defense.
3: She's a victim. She shit. She shit in his bed in self-defense. In self-defense. I mean, we've all been there. We've twice. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) So all right. So Stag. So Stag (laughs) leaves. He. uh, So he's in. He gets in prison, right? He gets, he does some stabbing. He gets thrown in uh, isolation and shit. Yep. And then uh, there's like, because he was part of this 400 club and it was like prevalent in the Democratic Party type thing. So now he's got all these people start coming forward like saying, hey, he needs to be paroled. We need to get this guy out of prison Because it should have been self-defense Right Like we need to parole this guy out So like Everybody Literally every single person That was part of the trial Including the prosecutors And the Proceeding judge Come forward And ask for him to be paroled Okay Damn Everybody everybody except for the family of gold Lyons. yeah so literally everybody else yeah is coming and writing like petitions and everything else
3: everyone that used to use his services
2: uh, everybody right <laughs> so they're all there right and they're like we need oh and by the way before when he was before he got convicted uh, he was on place on bail and his bail was set to five thousand dollars. Which was a fucking a lot of money back then. Yeah, it was like, what year was this again?
3: 18. Like 18.95. Fuck. Like, all right, so 75 cents for a hat. Right. <laughs> Let's put that in terms. Today, that hat would have cost like 50 bucks. 50 bucks, yeah. So that's like, all right, let me round this up to a dollar. Okay. So uh, if a hat, so that's like a 49%... Or time you know, one dollar or no. I'm doing this wrong. Fifty. Yeah, like basically for a dollar for a hat and it's fifty today, wow. then basically you should be able to take five thousand and times it. Five fifty. Yeah, by fifty. That'd be a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar bail Two hundred and fifty thousand dollar bail today. That's a house. It's a house. That's a house and a half. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, dude, that's... That's a house, and back then, house didn't even cost that fucking much, so you could probably get a house, a car, and have some money left over. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so he's
2: like $5,000 bail, right? Yeah. Stagley, No problem. Fucking post $5,000 bail in a heartbeat. Damn and dude didn't have no money that's clientele privilege yeah is what that was ah that makes sense okay that's what and that's what a lot of these historians are saying like this is this dude had some dirt on some people right and they're like we need to get him away from authorities so what's the bail again okay done right right (laughs) <laughs> so they get him out before his trial, and because it was like it's like a year and a half in between the first and second trial. Mm. So then he gets convicted, does I think he only does like ten of the twenty-five years. yeah okay, he gets out because everybody and their brothers fucking pushing for him to get paroled. Right, right. He's out eight months later armed burglary stabbed some dude while breaking into his house gets a locked right the fuck back up he did yes
3: all right (laughs) i was rooting for you and then you went and robbed and stabbed him Uh, you know what it was it was 10 years it passed didn't have the same shit, didn't have the same status. Yeah. The system failed. It didn't rehab him. We just threw him back out there. Just threw him didn't out work. there with nothing. Right. Nothing. He shouldn't have been there in the first day. Didn't even have his white stats in half when he got out. Uh,
2: that, sons of bitches. That's man. cold. Never <laughs> mind. <My. laughs> uh, so he does this. They fucking get him immediately. Right. Convict him. Throw him back in there. Well he was on parole. He was on parole, so they just throw him right back in jail. Yeah. Right back in jail. And uh, within a year he has tuberculosis and dies.
3: Damn. That sucks. Yeah.
2: That was that was the way to go back then too. They think that they he caught tuberculosis when he got out. Oh. Ah. And had he not been paroled in the first place he would have not caught tuberculosis and he probably would have
3: lived a lot longer life. <laughs> That's fucking irony. <laughs> i never no heard it in my life. <laughs> you can stay in this prison. Um, well, he should have been there in the first damn place. Um, right. He yeah. should have been pimping, since been pimping, since been pimping. He should have been
2: pimping
3: all day long. Mm. He, he, I mean, he only stabbed three people. Uh, Do you think if he would have
2: got off... And that was in prison, too. That could have... Who knows? That could have been self-defense as well. Yeah. I they could have been... Because he's a little dude. He was only 5'6". He's protecting himself. 110, 120 pounds.
3: Yeah. You know what goes on in prison? He right. might have been, been right. He might have been protecting himself. That's like, right. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, you trying to fuck me? Yeah. I will fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> See this size eleven foot? That's right. <laughs> um, do you think if he would have got off on the first one, do you think he would have inevitably went to jail for something? Because I feel like it's, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I don't know because
2: yeah. he it sounded like because it sounds like he knew the right people. Right. He knew all the right people. Yeah. He had he had done immersed himself into all the right social society, different clubs and shit like that. Right. And had had he had he got off, I think his he would have had even
3: more stature and even more bitches to run. See <laughs> I feel like he would have moved up, but eventually he would have shot himself in the foot eventually. I don't know what. Maybe he woulda like you know, got in an argument with the judge, or like, you know, the sheriff wanted a threesome, but he couldn't handle Like, no, nah, no, nah, you can't be doing that. Like,
2: Who, who's to say? Like, I, maybe, know. I mean, he could have fucking retired at, you know, 50 and been like,
3: I'm out of the game. <laughs> they mean, retired at 45 back in the day. And, you know. Yeah, he
2: got his number one, and they went and fucking right. had a kid or two, and. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's like, oh, I tell you what, when I was young, I tell you what, son, I, when I was young, I used to do this kind of shit. And <clears throat> his son's like, Fuck you, daddy! I just never, I never do you. you always just hanging out there on a the rocking chair out on the front porch. <laughs> yeah. You don't ever do shit but just sit there. He's like, well, I tell you. <laughs> I, I seen some shit You know this motherfucker named Billy Lyons yeah. That's right you don't know him Cause I shot him dead
3: <laughs> Yeah that's some shit He'd be telling that shit To his grandkids while they're going to sleep You know I shot him right <laughs> Like what Grampy's fucking crazy <laughs>
2: <laughs> The first time I heard A Staggalee song was the movie Black Snake Moon. Do you remember this? Was Samuel L. Jackson.
3: Yeah. And uh Christina Ricci. Yeah. Yeah. Where she's naked through half the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I did mention uh, I did mention Mr. Skin earlier, right? Okay. yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways in that movie,
2: uh Sam Jackson plays uh, blues guitarist, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And he goes and he like had done quit for a while, and he ends up picking it back up and goes to this jive bar and plays a couple tunes that make it onto the movie. And one of the songs that he plays in the movie is also on the soundtrack is a cover of Lee Nice and it's like the greatest still out of all the staggerly songs and covers that i can find online and on spotify and everywhere else it is to me the best fucking version. even though it's completely inaccurate historically right it's fucking sam jackson (laughs) singing this song about shooting motherfuckers right and
3: it's amazing Damn, I'm going to have to go listen to this now. It will be Uh, on the podcast. I knew it would be. Uh, There's no way it wouldn't. Uh, Justin Timberlake was in the movie, right? Yes, he was. And David, David, Banner, Banner, Banner. (laughs) Um, The uh, side note, I love that meme of Sam Jackson from that movie. Oh, where he was he's, just old he's man. Just, yeah. He's the old man staring at it. Yeah. i probably use that gif <laughs> twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. I yeah. just love it. It's just something about it. Uh, it's very you, your personality. Yeah, right. I just, especially if someone says some dumb shit to you, right. you just send that shit right back. Like, <laughs> what the fuck did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Love that shit. <laughs> um But yeah, no, that's I I remember listening to the music... like, you know, I remember watching the movie, not knowing what the fuck that movie was about, and it was it started off on a weird note where you're just like, okay. So, okay, she's all right, In the field, okay. Alright, well, we're all right there too. Um and then it you're like basically
2: black snake moon is a celebration of christina (laughs) richie that's what that movie
3: is yeah it's like basically like about addiction and he chains her ass up to a radiator some crazy shit like that and then yeah then he ends up picking up the guitar and playing it it is kind of all over the place on that end but um but i do remember him playing the guitar and actually sitting there kind of like jamming because i'm a big fan um like, uh, you know, like great soundtracks. Like that's always like one of the best parts. Um, Dude, that sound—the soundtrack
2: to that movie is amazing. I want to listen to it. It's uh, if you are into blues music, yeah. The soundtrack to Black Snake Moon—I yeah. highly recommend it.
3: I do like some blues music, uh, like legit ones. My uh, actually, my uncle used to play harmonica. Like, blues harmonica. And that's yeah. it. And he's pretty badass at it. I gotta give it to him. Uh, he's actually said, like, back in his heyday, like, you know, like, he'd play at bars. People would, like, basically make him get up on stage or start playing. And, like, he, he played at, like, a wedding. And I was blown away how fucking good he was. Yeah? Yeah. Fucking crazy. And oh, he's yeah. always been the, the blues. Like, the one I always talk to about the blues. But, uh... At least when I was younger, he was that cool uncle. I don't know. yeah. You know, he always got one that's just like, "I'm gonna tell you everything you really are." All right, don't fuck up, you know. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Drink you some beer, smoke you some weed. Don't, don't be doing nothing bad. And like, you
2: know, he's the one that I that tried to tell me, and I didn't listen because I thought I knew better. He <laughs> fucking dumb. I was a dumbass. Yeah, and I should have listened to every word he had to say. Right. Although I had, I did have an uncle. That I did listen to, you, and I should have not listened to that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, right.
3: <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's we got yeah. Everybody's got one of those too. You're like, you son of. A-. It's like I don't know why I listened to you. I looked at the shit you've done and went, you know, like none of that sounds like a good ass idea.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Like I should have just looked at your life that you were living, and been like, why? Why am I listening to your advice? But <laughs> the one them was like, it's all about. Quantity, not quality.
3: Yeah, yeah, right.
2: (laughs) I'm like, what? Get it in. (laughs) Doesn't matter. If they say yes, who are you to say no? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I only lived my life by that for
3: like 10 years. (laughs) Right, right. No. Yeah, definitely. But
2: yeah, so that was that was uh that was Stag Lee. That was Mr. Lee
3: Shelton. Lee Shelton. Lee Shelton. I feel like I feel like this round of drunkards in history has been very educational for the viewers because I guarantee you we pulled some like obscure shit this time.
2: Yeah, man, because it's been people who are household names all the way up until now. Exactly.
3: That's like that's exactly what I was sitting here thinking. I didn't know exactly how to put it, but that was the best way to describe it. It's literally people that were famous yeah. and like prevalent in the heyday. And now, if you go out anywhere and you go, hey, do you know who Stag Lee is? Do you know who Richard Burton is? People are going to be like, what? Yeah. I don't... Is that, <laughs> you know, yeah. like Stag Lee, is that like... Stanley's dad is that you know uh Nightmare Before Elm's I can't remember fucking what that dude's in Burton's dad uh <laughs> Tim Burton Tim Burton god oh, yeah is that Tim Burton's dad is that Stanley's dad um yeah <laughs> Stan Lee's Stanley's dad <laughs> yeah you <laughs> see that Is that Stanley's uncle? I don't know. <laughs> like Stanley's brother? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: um all Lee right. Shelton R-P. especially if you say his actual name Lee Shelton Lee Shelton yeah yeah. Lee Shagley, Lee that's why yeah I kept saying Stag Lee uh yeah Lee Shelton what is that like Blake Shelton's grandpa yeah uh. <laughs> Blake Shelton's little brother alright who was that yeah I don't know uh but no that's like what songs is he's in yeah but no like both like you know great actor great singer or not a singer <laughs> He's a great pimp. Great pimp. I yeah. mean, really. I mean, he had a health plan. You know, really looked out for his bitches and uh, <laughs> cared. He cared. That's he cared. What, that's what you're looking for in You a know pill. what he cared about? About right. looking fucking good. Damn right. Man. That's what he Big cared. ass Stetson hat. Man. That's right. That's what he cared about. Don't touch a motherfucker's hat. That's what I've learned. Um, yeah. And don't bring a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I, I, if I had to put money, that's where that shit comes from. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Dude, I haven't I haven't I actually have not seen that if that that that's where that comes but that, that has got to be You're talking about the
3: late 1800s. Yeah, like that's where this shit comes from. Like hair of the dog um I don't know. Like, you know, all those like weird what are they called? Sangs.
2: Sangs? Yeah. Namascochers? Yeah. What's that word? Uh. Nomenclatures.
3: What? What? That can't be right. I looked that up. As people ask, where did the saying, don't bring a knife to a gunfight come from? According to searches by Zen, the Untouchables was the first with this line, but it has been emulated in at least 20 other films since 2000. Untouchables, 1987. Yeah, so I think... uh, Our boy Sean Connery says that in Untouchable. Don't bring a knife to a gunfight. But what if one of the writers was a blues fan? That's what I'm saying. Dude. That's what I'm saying because I guarantee you. Because that's all it takes is them referencing one person.
2: is all I can find is the untouchable shit yeah I know but you're right you're right one of the screenwriter right for untouchables he wrote untouchables now we're getting
3: deep (laughs)
2: David Mamet, screenwriter for the untouchables, Hmm. David Mamet, let's look up David Mamet, David Mamet. David Mamet grew up in Chicago and is a big lover of the blues. Shut up.
3: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Did we just piece this together? Holy fucking shit. That's crazy. It makes sense. He referenced... He referenced the music in his writings. Yeah. I mean, you pull from what you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Ain't that some shit? Damn. You probably can't even find a damn YouTube video on this shit. I'm gonna write a book. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Well, shit. All right. There we go. That's it. I don't know how else to top that one. There it is. David
2: Mamet. Grew up in Chicago, Illinois big lover of the blues music. Yeah. It's like the third thing that they said about him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh don't bring you don't bring a knife to a gunfight. You damn right.
3: And what do they do? And don't if you're going to bring a knife to a gunfight, don't fuck with the dude's hat. A hundred percent.
2: Don't touch a man's hat. Right. Don't touch a pimp Stetton. Yeah.
3: Pimp is going to keep pipping.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Alex. All right.
3: <sighs> Where can they find us? Where can yeah. they find us on social You can find us on all the social mm-hmm. medias, Um, whether it be. Uh, Facebook, Soberless Thoughts. Don't forget about Instagram at Soberless Thoughts, or you can do that Twitterverse, which is at Think Soberless now. You do also have not just those social medias, but you can contact us directly and send us an email at some at gmail.com. And you can tell us things you like about it, things you don't like about it. You want to tell us a drink recipe you want us to try. You got an idea that we should cover because you want to hear our introspective, uh, you know, higher level of learning explanation of our uh, worldly views on this topic we will knock that thing out for you you just gotta let us know what it is uh now don't forget the best way to get this podcast heard around the world and back again is by word of mouth so you need to tell your family friends loved ones the guy next to you at a bar somewhere and go hey man you heard this podcast i'm like no I don't know what podcasts are. Well, you and tell them what podcasts are, buy them an iPhone, and then tell them to listen to our podcast. And then when you do, make sure you go to all those things, much like Google Play, iTunes, or Spotify, or any of those other podcatchers, and like, share, and comment on all things Soberless Thoughts. We got a
2: contest going on, fellas. We got a contest going on ladies. Oh. We got a contest going on right fucking now, ladies and gentlemen. And what it is 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 you 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 comment? No. <laughs> what is it? You you like, share and comment. No, you know it's not like share, it's it's you rate, review, review and comment. And sh- rate, review and share. Rate, review, and share. You rate, you rate, <laughs> review, and you share the podcast. And what you do is you take a screenshot of you rating the podcast. You take a screenshot of you reviewing the podcast. And then you take a screenshot of you sharing the podcast. And you send those three screenshots to serverlessthoughts at gmail.com. Yep. And you get entered into the contest, which is going on all summer long, to win an unopened bottle of Buffalo Trace bourbon.
3: If legal will let us. (laughs) (laughs) I got to say it every time. If the legal team will let us do it. Yeah.
2: As well as other... Soberless thoughts merchandise that we have laying around the studio that we're going to throw in the box with it as cushioning for the bottle of bourbon. Right. If legal, lettuce. And then, uh. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what you need to do. You need to rate, you need to review, and you need to share the podcast. You need to take screenshots of you doing that shit. You send it to us at thoughts at gmail.com. You're automatically entered into the contest. And on Halloween night, we will be declaring the winner of that said podcast. So all summer long. Every episode, we're going to be talking about this contest until we finally hear back from the legal department and they let us know whether or not we're actually allowed to do this. But until then, we're going to be advertising this contest every episode just so you can get entered into this contest to win your fifth of Buffalo Trace bourbon as well as random Soberless thoughts merchandise that we have laying around the studio. Alex, what do we say when we got here?
3: We like to say when you're in the skillet, you need to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and flip on that.
0: This here a song from back in the day 1962. My woman put my black ass out in the cold. I said, baby, why are you leaving? She said, I love dunk on cold Well, I waded through water and I waded through mud till I come to this place they calls the bucket of blood. Bar to give me a dirty look and a dirty glass. I said, "Say, motherfucker, do you know who I am?" He said, "Hell no, nigga. I don't give a goddamn." I reached down in my pocket and pulled out my shiny forty-four. Shot that motherfucker twice. Hit the goddamn floor. About that time, you could have heard the drop of a pin. That's when that bad motherfucker Billy Lyons walked in. About that time, a pip eased up and turned out the lights. That's when I had old Billy Lyons dead in my sight. When the lights come back on, old Billy's gone to rest. I pumped nine of my bullets in his motherfucking chest.
1: It was back in 32 when times were hard He had a Colt 45 and a deck of cards Steady He wore a on shoes and an old Stetson hat Had a 40 had payments on that Steady And the snow, and she told him never ever come back no more. Stanley. So he walked through the rain and he walked through the mud till he came to a place called the Bucket of Blood. Stanley. He said, Mister Motherfucker, you know who I. Am. And the barkeeper said, no, and I don't give a good goddamn." To Stagger Lee He said, well, bartender, it's a plain to see I'm the bad motherfucker called Stagger Lee Mr. Stagger Lee Well, the barkeeper said, yeah, I heard your name down the way And I click motherfucking asses like you every day Mr. Stagger Well, i told for the last words at the keep safe Cause Stag put four holes in his motherfucking head Just then in came a broad called Nellie Brown Known to make more money than any bitch in town She slurs across the bar, hitching up her skirt over the stagolee. She's starting to flirt over oh, the She saw the keeps said, "Oh God, he can't be dead." Stag said, "Well, just count the holes in the motherfucker's head." It you ain't look like you're scouting in quite a time When I come to my pet, it won't cost you a dime Mr. Staggerly. But there's something that I have to say before you begin You have to be gone before my man Billy Dilly comes in Mr. Staggerly I'll stay here the Billy Dilly comes Until time comes to pass And furthermore Fuck Billy Dilly and his motherfucking ass Said Stagger Lee. I'm a bad motherfucker Don't you know And I'll crawl over 50 good pussies Just to get to one fat boy's asshole Said Stagger Lee. Just then Billy Dilly And he says you must be A man motherfucker called Staggerly I'm Staggerly Yeah, I'm Staggerly And you better get down on your knees And suck my dick Because if you don't you're gonna be dead He said Staggerly Oh, well Billy Billy dropped and a shrubber on his head And stick filled him full of lead i e